Welcome to Emron's podcast, episode number 79. This is your host, Suman Silwal. This is On Location podcast from 2017 Birmingham Stage Race, where I talk to runners from out of state, out of town, as well as local runners. I also talk to race volunteers and an organizer. Enjoy the podcast episode. Hey guys, I'm here at Ruffner Park. I usually don't get to come this far, even though I live in Birmingham. Uh, this is a really nice park, and this is the first day of a stage race. Um, I miss coming here. This is becoming my only once-a-year tradition as the first day of a stage race. We have Ruffner today, Red Mountain tomorrow, and then back to our Oak Mountain on Sunday. Just kind of bring you guys a podcast uh, from next three days. I just released uh, episode 78 with uh, David David Olson. We talk a lot about running stage race, but I just wanted to bring on location in interviews here i have uh helen and tiffany they they came all the way from fatland of mississippi jackson mississippi area and just wanted them to give the, give their perspective of the first day of their stage race and is this the first day you guys first time you're running a stage race yes first time to run a stage race so tell us about what, what do you think about uh the stage race uh, helen. so far so good Ruffner mountain was four thousand ish feet of elevation gain and from mississippi that is a whole lot of elevation gain so i'm sure we'll feel it uh, a lot more tomorrow but pretty much every steep climb we just try to hike and every steep downhill we just try to tiptoe down and not fall and um but all in all we had a good great times beautiful mountain um, very lush very uh red very very different terrain from mississippi so that was fun we were never bored um with this this uh trail system here and we never fell or tweaked an ankle or a knee so we're excited i think day two <laughs> <laughs> We're looking forward to day two, and um, day three will just be uh, um, try to put one foot in front of the other, I think. Today is survival. Tomorrow is more uh, trying to speed, and third day is just a free running. You'll, you'll find out. Tiffany, tell us about uh, this your experience here. I thought it was fabulous. I'm already sore, um, <laughs> so tomorrow will be fun. <laughs> Uh, I mean, David does such a great job marking the trails, creating new trails. I mean, just the way he explores things. Just a fabulous opportunity for um, us to live in Mississippi to come over and to experience um, these trail systems and to do race like this. Definitely. Uh, this is a very interesting concept. Uh, David had brought it uh, here to Birmingham. It's nice to go to different parks and be connected also to the people in the park too so they can see and also also out of town folks like you guys can see the different park because usually if you come only one race you get to see one park but now we've seen all three parks and you kind of get a perspective how the Birmingham trail is. So overall uh, what, what do you guys think about this today's race your performance what do you think? Probably didn't train enough. Um, <laughs> Isn't that always true? <laughs> well, yes, that's usually my perspective, but this may really be true. Um, but I survived, um, so and I had fun. That's pretty much um, a good day. Is this your first uh, stage race you tried to attempt? Yes. Yeah, that's just interesting. When I did my first stage race, I had no idea what I was doing. And then every day I had to figure out how I'm going to get to the starting line next day. Uh, last year I took a very bad fall, but this, uh, this year I survived. And what about you, Helen? Uh, yeah, yeah, I felt 
good the whole time. Tried to drink and eat a lot. Um, it's very hot out here, very humid in the woods. So tomorrow I'm going to plan to have a lot more ice and something cold, um, hopefully in my pack at all times, because drinking hot water for uh, five hours got a little old. But all in all, legs felt great. Um, energy was good. Just try to get through those last few miles. They seem to last forever. But all in all, it was um, fun day, fun morning. Definitely. Tomorrow's course is going to be really interesting fast course that's what i usually call it the 16 miles of speed so you have seen this kind of course probably up and down just a lot of little slide hills and stuff like that so welcome to birmingham hopefully you'll enjoy and uh, eat some zimnix and all the barbecues places here or some good food in birmingham thank you see you tomorrow morning Simon. tomorrow mm-hmm. early morning yeah early morning Simon. <laughs> you're rocking it out man and definitely I'm, I'm not holding anything back see y'all tomorrow up here at uh, Red Mountain, second day of our uh, um, stage race. Really felt felt better today than yesterday. It, it was it was kind of hot, still hot day, but a little bit better, less humidity. That's what somebody mentioned. That uh, Red Mountain is very runnable, very fast course, and I, I have enjoyed uh, running here. And I have friends uh, coming down from all the way from Jackson, Florida. Is that right, Jackson Beach, Florida? Can you tell us uh, who you are and uh, kind of tell us why, why did you choose to come to Alabama? Uh, Mary Kay Hall from Jacksonville Beach and uh, I came to uh, this run about four years ago and really enjoyed it and I uh, ran two of the three days of the stage race. I have college friends that live here and uh, these are beautiful runnable trails not like anything we have in Jacksonville. It's all flat and sandy and we don't have hills or rocks so it's really beautiful to be able to run in the woods and the trails. It's a very well-run event, and I've enjoyed myself every time. I've met wonderful people. I felt super cared for and protected, and uh, it's just a great, great event. Will you be running here uh, tomorrow as well? I surely plan on that. So tell us about the, your trail down in Jacksonville, Jacksonville Beach area. What kind of trails do you have? Uh, we have one uh, trail that's from Hannah Park. It's actually shared with a bunch of mountain bikers, and uh, it's really no elevation at all. Uh, I think they sort of created the elevation for us. And uh, other than that, if you're running off-road, you're running on the beach. Tell us about your experience from day one to day two. How, how did you feel? You know, body kind of reacts differently as, as we progress. I always talk about, you know, how today has been, even though it's we are in second day of racing, the body kind of react and go fast because of the course itself. Tell us about your experience itself. How, how do you feel? Uh, yesterday was uh, pretty difficult. Uh, lots of rocks and it was very technical and I actually took a spill. So I only made it about six miles. I came out and uh, so I only had six miles on my legs today so I was a little fresher than everybody else but today really was beautiful much more runnable you could really you know open up your stride and just have a good time and feel like you were you know, flying through the woods and you were safe. Definitely. Uh, yesterday's course, a really challenging course. Uh, tomorrow, uh, it's a mix of challenge and uh, and um, hills and as well as some flat and fast running. It's a beautiful Oak Mountain is our, our, our premier top-of-the-line trail system. It is really big. The part of the area you'll see is some of the things we'll do as a part of Blood Rock. I'm looking forward to run that. I usually go and train there nowadays. But, but tell us about uh, your experience coming to Birmingham and seeing the trail community. Uh, how, how, what do you see about here? I, I, you said that you've been here several years ago. Our trail community has grown a little bit. Tell us a little, little bit about that. Yes, it, it does seem a little bit bigger. Uh, obviously, the trail community here is, is much
much more developed than it is down in Jacksonville. So uh, it's mostly marathon road runners down there for short courses. But here seems to be a lot of opportunities to run off road and, and run in the trails. So I feel like um, and it's a very uh, caring community. People are really uh, open to other people and very uh, aware of their surroundings. And they care for the trails and care for the environment. So that's nice. Definitely. Yeah. Go ahead and rest up and we'll see tomorrow. Do you have any plan for tomorrow or are you just going to show up and run? My strategy for tomorrow is to stand up, keep my feet underneath me and have a good time. Great. I'll see you tomorrow early in the morning. I'm here at the Oak Mountain third day of a stage race. I'm just finished a little while ago just cooling up and enjoying the day it has been a great day for me like i said third day is always a better day for me first day is always difficult second day is fast third day is just free running just like i said in my previous podcast today i have matt who is the overall winner he came all the way from flatland of indiana and to run the big hills of oak mountain i think we ran about uh matt uh tell us about why did you end up here coming to birmingham well, um, I do the Chattanooga stage race and I did the Huntsville stage race. So I had seen where uh, Birmingham had one and also there's the Cumberland Plateau in Kentucky. So um, I thought, well, all four stage races are within a drive from Indiana. And um, I sort of like the the pain of the next day. I don't know why. It's a, good, it's a challenge, I guess. So um, I heard about uh, the Birmingham race through just word of mouth so signed up for it and came down and then i saw there was fifteen thousand feet of elevation gain what was it last sunday and i was like wow did i really sign up for this because <laughs> in indiana all we have is an overpass and a few mountains in the south side so definitely did you do all four this year um i did uh huntsville and chattanooga and i could not do um cumberland plateau it didn't fit in the schedule but next year i'm gonna do all three Definitely. Uh, we have uh, my previous podcast with uh, David Olson. Uh, he he did all four. He's, he's one of those stage racers. Hopefully you guys get to meet. Uh, he said, maybe you want to listen to that podcast. We talked about a lot about stage race. Tell us about your experience coming to, coming to Birmingham. How did you felt the uh, last three days? Uh, t- tell us about um, your experience. Well, I come to Birmingham, um, actually anywhere south of Indiana for uh, the pine trees and just being out in the, the nature of a huge pine fan we just don't have a lot of that up north but anything out in nature and trail racing i do a lot of racing race every weekend but we just don't have a lot of trail races especially something like this so the experience has been great i mean the people first of all um i used to put on races quite a few and we always said that the trail runners and the spectators were always a number one class followed by mountain biking groups you know anybody who's big into nature always seems to at least have some good manners <laughs> so <laughs> But anyway, it's been great down here. We've had some good places to eat and a um, uh, good time just to relax and do nothing. And then uh, the racing's been fantastic. The trail systems down here, it's nothing like what we have up north. And a lot of pine sections, which I love. And then like today's stage, the final stage, even though it's the hardest one, uh, some of the rocky ridges. And it's just, it's beautiful compared to where we are. Well, I mean, we have some pretty places, but nothing like this down here. So Definitely. Uh, Birmingham, the part of the course you saw today uh, was uh, part of the Blood Rock course. Uh, we, we didn't go deep in the Blood Rock uh, country, but um, definitely if you come down, you'll get to see more. Um, Pinhody is a great trail around here. Hopefully you can come down and run some of the Pinhody trails. It's a great trail system here. A lot of lot of trail system close by for us. You know, like I said, Chattanooga and all those um, area. Tennessee is not that far from here, but it's great that you came uh, any any message from the people who wants to come run the Birmingham stage race? Well, um, if you want to see 
a true, serious, single-track, technical system, this is the one to come to. The other ones are... They have some technical sections in it, but this one is this one has some up and downhill um, technical sections. But if but you get to see everything on this system. This system meaning all three days trails. If you were to combine them all, you get to have everything from open double track, single track, um, snakes, you name it. <laughs> so I had that run in with a snake yesterday. But anyway, um, yeah, you get to see everything. So uh, I think uh, compared to the other two that I've done. Um, they're all unique. I was talking to Donnie about that earlier. Each stage race is unique in its own way. Um, Chattanooga is so full of history and a lot more open. And then this one by far is more technical and the, the gain, there's nothing like it. I mean, the other, you could combine all three other stage races and it still wouldn't combine 15,000 feet of gain, I don't think. But yeah, it was, a. Uh, so far, it's been the toughest one. So, <laughs> uh, Great. Uh, thanks for coming down. Hopefully, we'll see you next year to come down and run some trail or just come down for the Blood Rock soon. Sounds good, buddy. Thanks. Hey, guys. I found uh, Chad and Jill uh, here just sitting down and uh, drinking beers and enjoying uh, finishing the third day of the stage race. Guys, what you guys think about uh, the stage race overall? It's a great stage race. The uh, third day, a lot of hills and... Uh, wasn't what I expected, but uh, big hills and uh, runnable after the hills. Uh, first day was uh, one hill after the next, and it just kept going, hills and hills and hills. <laughs> yeah, so but... very difficult. Very good day, a, a very good stage race. And uh, second day was fast as usual. Good fast day and uh, very good overall. But David and Mary Jo did a great job. You have run this stage race in the, in the past, correct? Yeah, this will be my third time to run this stage race. And uh, Jill's first time to run it. She's been wanting to run it for two, two years. So I, I see you got a hardware there, uh, Jill. Uh, let's look at what you got. Uh, looks like you're first uh, Grandmaster winner. So it looks like 56. There's a lot of work for three days, three days of work. Tell us about your experience here at Birmingham. Well, I thought it was very challenging. And I was very appreciative that David marks the course so well. Because I can get lost pretty easy. <laughs> but uh, I tried to be conservative, but yet... Uh, I wasn't too far behind Chad, maybe on the first laps, and then and I'd lose him on the second lap. But uh, it was very challenging, and I just tried to uh, maintain a certain speed on each day and, and enjoy the course. That's what I was doing was just one mile at a time and enjoy the scenery because I love all three parks. I think they're great. Definitely. Is this your first uh, stage race experience? Have you done that? You guys are from Huntsville area, so is it, have you done the one the Huntsville uh, stage race? Grand Veduta. I've done it three times, and Chad's done it more than that. Every year. Every year. Every year. Yeah. yeah. I love uh, the Grand Baduda. <laughs> Grand is a great race. I have been I have been invited invited to come to that race, but I have never been able to come. Hopefully one of this year I'll make it to the north of Birmingham to run a stage race. So. <laughs> yeah. so, so tell us about your overall experience. What is the hardest day for you on this out of three days? I would say day one because of the heat and humidity. Uh, day three would have been the hardest, but there was some breeze, and that helped. Um, I have to keep ice in my pack just to make, you know, to manage the heat. Definitely, uh, for the for the day one, I, I found uh, the elevation climb is pretty pretty equal day one and day three. Being only 18 mile race, and, and the heat just just personally, I felt like I was gonna die. I mean, and I'm not I'm not. This is the first time I felt like I'm gonna get a heat stroke, but never had have had happened to me like this. But it was interesting for me to get through that, that third day. I, I did some adjustment, uh, and then it, it came out pretty well. 
What about you, Chad? Yeah, I'd say the first day was the hardest day for me, and uh, I expected today to be tough. And uh, the hills, the hills were actually working well for me, and uh, the downhills went well. I, I did negative splits the last two days, and uh, that's you know stage racing. You gotta, you can't burn it all up first day. You gotta save a little bit for the last, and and you know I did. Of course, I'm not a winner of this thing, but. I enjoyed it. I had a great time. And these races are a lot of fun. Definitely finishing 56 miles in three days is a win on, on its own. Uh, we, there's a lot of challenging, a lot of thing happens between first day to third day. And um, even this morning, I didn't feel like getting out of the bed. My legs were not moving, but, but there, there I was. Once I started running, I just was smoothly running. One of the things I noticed today was once you get to the king's chair, every felt like most of the... And most of our, our trail was downhill. There's much more downhill this this race. Nothing like what we did at the first stage. So. That, was, that was a big surprise to me that we got up to King's Chair because I've only been there one other time. And when I got there and started the descent is when I realized where I had just come from. And I started to recognize the trail a little bit. And I started feeling a little bit more comfort. And then I get down a little bit further and started recognizing some of uh, the Ridge to Ridge Trail. And I kind of knew where I was once again. And then suddenly David turned us up into another spot I'd never been before. And I, I was wondering where he was taking us. So the first loop, I had to go real conservative until I understood the route. And uh, made the second route a lot better because I knew where I was going. It's always better. These loop courses are handy that way because you get to figure out where you're going the next loop and you can plan a little bit better the next next loop. Definitely. Uh, the coming down on the last part of the, of the horse trail, that, that was the horse trail that you, you yeah, that's the horse trail when we came down once you went to that uh, tranquility the, the camp, the scout camp so it's pretty nice runnable. I didn't know that he was going to put us through that too. Oh, so, that, so that was a horse trail. I thought it meant I could start wearing like horseshoes. <laughs> I, I didn't know what the horseshoe meant. I thought maybe one point I said I couldn't wear horseshoes and one point I could wear horseshoes. So now I get it. Yeah, that was that was the horse show. Thanks for coming down, and I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Uh, are you coming down in any other races? Coming for Blood Rock next? Well, we don't want to really break our secrets, but we may be here for Endless Mile. Great, the Endless Mile is different altogether. Your expectation, you'll you'll find it much different. The crowd is different. Whole concept is different. I did that 12 hour and endless mile. If you want to go more than 100 miles, an endless mile, you must sign up for 48 hours. Yeah, appreciate that advice, but that's maybe what we do. We, we don't know. Like I said, we don't want to let anything, you know, cats out of the bag, but <laughs> the 48 hour may be in, uh, maybe the next thing coming up for us. We may come. Jim Barnes has been uh, promoting that and he's been giving us some tips. So we'll see. Definitely. He's been trying to put me in the 48 hours for a long time. I have denied his request, but <laughs> uh, but maybe I'll go 24 hours. I think that's that's what I... What about you, Jill? Yeah, endless mile. I want to see what it's like running at night. And you you can get to run at least two nights, I think, and, and for endless mile. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Great. Uh, thanks for coming down, and we'll see you at endless mile. Yeah, we, we enjoy seeing you at all these races soon. <laughs> Thank you, Simon. And love your podcast. Thank you. Thanks for shout out. Hey guys, I found Chris here. At, uh, we're just uh, after race. The race is almost finished. I think we have a couple more guys. The whole weekend is finished. Finishing kind of happy, <laughs> kind of sad. I, I don't know what to say, but but um, but this year, 2017, stage race is almost over. Uh, I found Chris here, Chris Callahan. He's our local runner. Uh, Chris, tell us about the experience today or the, or the whole weekend. Well, uh, Friday at Ruffner was just really hard. And uh, I just, it was a real struggle for me. And uh, yesterday, 
uh, was fast, but it, it still uh, was pretty hot. Today was fantastic. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, that course is, is very challenging, but I think it's uh, probably the most beautiful course David has out here at Oak Mountain. You see so many streams and waterfalls and scenic views and wildflowers. It's uh, it's just one uh, pretty picture after another. So uh, I give it a, uh, you know, three thumbs up. Fantastic. Tell us about how how's your leg doing after going through um, three three days of this, uh, especially first two days. Um, you 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 spend a lot of time on Friday up, out in the trail. I know that as 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 I was leaving, you you were you were coming in, uh, and Saturday I think you did a pretty pretty good uh, decent timing there. Uh, tell us about how how did you feel uh, this morning as you were coming? I think you told me <laughs> Saturday you really what didn't want to come. I had a real tough time staying hydrated Friday and Saturday. And uh, if you get behind on on that, I mean, my, my legs start cramping, my thighs, my calves, and and uh, it just really uh, makes it tough. And then and then even after you get rehydrated, there's like some soreness from the cramps that uh, it takes a little while to get through. So this morning when I started, uh, my legs were cold as ice, and I went slow for a while till they got warmed up. But uh, once I got going today, I really made a point to carry as much fluid as I possibly could. I you know maxed out everything I had, and again at the aid station, and I just drank and drank and drank and drank and I was able to stay ahead of my hydration and I'd never got cramps today and so even now after the race I feel like a million bucks definitely I, I think uh, you and I both went light yesterday uh, we we didn't have our hydration pack I felt like the hydration pack didn't help on Friday uh, for us uh, there's many reasons but but uh, but you, you went light yesterday. Did did that help yesterday to be go a little light because the course itself was was pretty fast course, relatively fast course yesterday. Um. Well, yeah. For my part, I, I went fast yesterday. That was the whole point. I, I I ditched the pack just to try to. I actually seen your post talking about like cutting down on the heat, and you're so right. I mean, to not wear the pack, especially if you're gonna go a little fast, which you can do at Red Mountain. Uh, you can shed some heat and not tote all that weight. And uh, I carried two hand bottles, and uh, I, I feel like I did okay. I will admit at my wife's suggestion since she goes over there uh, yesterday after uh, I left Red Mountain Park I went to Vitaflow in Vestavia and got an IV bag <laughs> and I'll tell you what I felt great yesterday afternoon after getting an IV bag after Red Mountain and so I think I started off today in a, on a good note uh, at least from a hydration standpoint after doing that. Definitely uh, today I, I did like you it looks like you, you put your hydration pack uh, back i did the same thing today uh, the only thing difference i did is every every creek crossing every every time i see a water flowing i used uh, my uh, buffs uh, i uh, would have soaked in the water pour in my head clean my body put in the back of my uh, pack so it kind of helped me to stay stay cooler that was a kind of didn't thought about it the first day but we didn't have much creek crossing in the first day too but but definitely uh, if you're in the hot situation or the race definitely that's a good suggestion uh, that i would like to i'll, I'll talk about this a little bit more later but but definitely uh, Chris that you look fantastic you had some beer so you're ready to rock what is your next race for you uh the next race for me is uh is going to be a couple months uh blood rock we'll be back here for the 50k it'll be my first blood rock you had the blood rock thank you Hey guys, we just have a last runner come, coming through. Um, uh, 2017 Birmingham stage race is done. Seven hours and about 39 minutes into the, the race. Many, many hours. Uh, we cannot do without a volunteer. I have a Jimmy Burns and a Jeff Estes uh, here. Uh, they volunteer whole weekend. Jimmy was uh, everywhere, every trail. Jimmy, t tell us about what is your experience being a volunteer in this event? It was tiring. <laughs> 
<laughs> As all the runners will agree, uh, Ruffner was the worst day with the heat and the humidity. Uh, I got home and uh, I was sitting there about 7.30 and my wife said, why don't you go to bed? And I, said, <laughs> I said, I'm not going to bed till 8 o'clock. I went to bed at 8.20 and didn't get up till 6 the next morning. So I can just imagine how these runners felt. So it was difficult for you to have been in the heat uh, because we felt that heat. I mean, we all, I interviewed a lot of, a lot of folks who ran. Uh, it was really difficult, including myself. Uh, it was difficult for you. Oh, yeah. well, I didn't realize it until I got home. But, yeah, I was worn out uh, after Friday. The other two days weren't bad, but Friday Friday was bad. Yeah, Friday, it was really uncomfortable just sitting out there volunteering. I mean, I can't imagine what the runners had to go through. Running up and down those hills and being under the canopy, walking in the humidity. Uh, it's pretty pretty rough. Yeah, the Ruffner has a spots of really, really heat spot. We need to go out and train more often. That's what I said uh, to even to my our group. Uh, uh, Jeff, uh, you ran one day, volunteered two days. Is it a difficult for to do play the both role? I don't think so. Uh, I thought, and one thing I thought it would be good training, just having time on my feet. You know, training for something like a twelve or twenty-four hour sort of race, having that extra time on my feet. You know, volunteering or running. Only that you mentioned is that in, in your future twelve or twenty-four or four hours. Jimmy, Jimmy will put you in any race he he will go to. Yeah, I'm actually planning to do the endless mile, either twelve or twenty-four, coming up at, toward the end of October. Definitely, if you ever wanted to go to hundred, I just mentioned to somebody sign up for 48 hours Don't, there will be no way you can do most of us we cannot do 200 miles in 24 hours the the thing is is you have a good opportunity to set a state record too since it's going to be the only the second time it's ever done so I think everybody last year that finished it set a state record or some kind <laughs> even with only 11 miles in 24 hours which was a state record by somebody who I'm not going to mention <laughs> definitely we, we don't want to mention that name but definitely Jeff uh, just t- tell us about being in you you've volunteer a lot of these races i see you uh, volunteering a uh, a lot of a lot of southeastern trail also you were in recently was in pinhody trail volunteering tell us about how do you feel to be a volunteer and giving back to the the running community you are running yourself give us give us some perspective on that well a couple of things i guess you know one thing i get to be around a lot of good people every time i'm d- doing the volunteering thing and and second thing is that you know everybody every runner i'm around it seems like every single race i'll pick up one one or two things that i can use in my own running definitely what did you learn this weekend then Oh, goodness. Uh, maybe how to recover from some of the heat issues that people have been having. I uh, heard about the, uh, I guess, the, you know, the IV solution that, you know, it, you know if, you, if you need to go to that extreme for the, you know, use the IV solution for uh, for recovering from a race for three days. Great, Jeff. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for your time and thanks for being out, out there. And uh, Jimmy, do you want to say anything about it? Yeah. I, I, and, and if you think we were tired after these things, just think about what Dave and Mary Jo have to go through. This is not this is not a three-day affair for them. This is weeks affair for them. I mean, and Dave and Mary Jo still be working the rest of the week picking up flags straightening up the equipment and everything and, and when the race is over they're still working so uh, we, everybody needs to thank them as much as they can definitely uh, I'll talk to them before uh, leave this area because uh, after this race I'm pretty much in the roadie for, for a month and then I, I get back to a pinhody so that's that's what is the future for me thanks for volunteering guys hey guys I found uh, Mary Jo here Mary Jo Toss uh, uh, one of the mastermind behind uh, putting us through all these trails uh, they have they're always kind to all the trail runners. Um, we look up to them to give us advice and take care of us. And throughout the weekends and races and many, many races they put. Uh, I have not put in Mary Jo and uh, any of my podcasts in the past. Her, you probably have never heard her voice, but you always see her if you come to run any of the Southeastern Trail Series. I just want to put uh, Mary Jo to this podcast. Uh, Mary Jo, how are you doing today? Wonderful. 
How are you? I'm doing great. Um, after all <laughs> three days of running, I feel much better. You just told me that you didn't, you haven't had uh, three days of sleep. Tell us, uh, tell us, what does it take to put an event like this? I've had some sleep. I don't want to say I haven't had any <laughs> sleep. Certainly, um, just a lot of planning, mainly a lot of planning and thinking about what the runners are going to need. And talk about that as an event organizer, as as a person who plans this. What is the biggest biggest struggle for you guys? I guess just figuring out how much of all the supplies to buy, What, how much to purchase of the things that the aid stations will need and what we need as far as drinks and, and food at the end. Fortunately, we have Logan cook, cooks for most of our uh, runs at the end, but just how much um, Gatorade, how much water, how much beer, how much supplies we need. Because every run's different, so it's really hard to plan. Even if you keep track of what you used the last time, it's going to be different the next time. Definitely, um, Mary Jo, you, you, you like it. Like I mentioned a minute ago, you've been a big part of this trail running community. Uh, we look up to you. Uh, and um, take it to, especially taking care of us, the kind of other side of David Haas. Uh, he's always uh, out and running, doing things, but uh, you always taking care of things. Tell us what motivates you to be what, what, what you do to be in this community and, and be serving the trail, trail runners here. It's just that I love being with the people. It's like a party every time we have a run. Um, I meet new people and admire so many of the runners for um, what they do and how they persevere. And um, just the people is what motivates me, the runners. Definitely, Mary Jo. Uh, what are you looking forward for for next race? Um, what is what is up for you? Uh, the next race, our next race is Endless Mile which is a 12-hour, a 24-hour, a 48-hour, and I think David has added a six-hour. So um, we'll be there at um, the Veterans Park in Alabaster, and we'll be there the whole 48 hours. <laughs> so just um, planning food and all the supplies for that race. Definitely uh, 48 hours is a tough hours for not only for runners as, as well as organizers and volunteers. I know you call out for all the volunteers possible. If you have to tell the volunteers to uh, volunteer for the 48 hours, what would we like to say? Well, it's a lot of time to supply um, encouragement and food and to take care of runners. So we need all the volunteers we can get. And really, we don't ever have a problem. Uh, we have so many people who are so willing to come out and help in this community. This is a fabulous running community and so supportive of, of each other. Definitely, Mary Jo. Great uh, seeing you again. And um, I'll see you at the Endless Mile. I may not be running at all. this. My, I, have, I have a pin hoodie this year, so I'll, I'll try to avoid running Endless Mile. But definitely I'll be there taking pictures and uh, and try to share some time with you guys. Okay. We're looking forward to seeing you as always. You keep it lively for sure. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Emirates Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast channel, Voice of Runners, at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and more. And also follow our social media channel, Marathon Runs, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube.